0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Today is a very special day, special episode, because it is number 100. Uh, We are very excited to bring you number 100. You know, we started this uh, a a little bit over a year ago, and we've enjoyed putting together these episodes for you every Monday and Wednesday. We've enjoyed hearing the feedback. We've enjoyed hearing episode requests that have helped us quite a bit in creating some content. And I will tell you right up front, we have no plan on stopping. So keep your questions coming, uh, keep the feedback coming, and we're going to continue doing this as long as we possibly can. Um, Today's episode, uh, because it is so special and it's a question that a lot of people have, we're going to start a whole series and it's going to be called How to Choose the Right Financial Advisor for You. So, Raiden, you want to tell them about that?
1: All right. Yeah. So basically what we're going to do is we've got a series running. It's not going to be every week, but we'll kind of keep it going uh, for a little bit and we'll refer back and let you know where where the last episode was and and going forward. So this is kind of like some do's and don'ts when it comes to choosing a financial advisor. Um, And we think it'll be, it'll add some value to you as you're thinking things through. Uh, The first one that we're going to be talking about today is how to avoid four retirement investment and planning ripoffs. So That's our, our first one. Uh, we've invited you before. We invite you again. If you listen to us on any of the major platforms, please click on the follow or the subscribe button, whatever you have there. If you're listening to us on iTunes, we certainly do appreciate it. If you think we're a five-star type podcast to give us a five-star rating, write us a review. We certainly do appreciate it. Uh, but before we get into this episode with we got to do a quick disclosure.
0: That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy number 100.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq.
1: Welcome everyone to Retirement in Action. We are so excited today because believe it or not, this is episode 100. And to say that is pretty amazing. Um, I mean, can you, did you ever think, Merce, that we were going to get to episode 100 when we started this thing?
0: No, it's crazy to think about. I wish I had a little button here, right, that, you know, like uh, Jim Cramer on Mad Money has where he hits all these buttons to get everyone excited. But um, yeah, 100 episodes. It's crazy to think that we started this a little bit over a year ago and we're recording number 100. Um, And I think we've learned quite a bit over the past 100 episodes as to how we, uh, how we do them, uh, the 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 thought process around how we construct an episode. We're getting a lot of feedback, and that's been tremendously helpful from clients and and non-clients that say, "Hey, I've got a question about this." And you know, it's always that thing. If one person has a question about it, usually another 10 to 20 have that same question. So that's been tremendously helpful. Help you know, getting us to be able to come up with new topics and keeping it as fresh as possible. So uh, we are excited, and we feel pretty accomplished.
1: Yeah, I think that um, if you go back and you listen to episode one, two, three, four in particular, uh, you know, I think they were good episodes, but at the same time, uh, the way we carried it out was quite different than what we do today. Uh, we've learned a lot about, uh, you know, what to bring to you and what to to give our listeners that we think are of benefit. And so uh, I'm just going to say this, we're episode 100. Uh, Merce and I have no um, concept of wanting to uh, in the podcast. Sometimes people ask, How long are you going to do this podcast? Like, what's your what's your end game? And we say, we, we don't have one. The topics are just, I mean, we have more topics than we could ever think about talking about. And then if you go back to episode 10, 5, whatever, sometimes those topics now have already become out of date. I Meaning we got to update them because the, the world changes and and uh, uh, situations change. And so we need to, to stay up on it. So Uh, Episode 100, what's our topic today? Well, we thought, you know what, Merce and I, our goal is to always uh, talk about lining people up with a financial advisor or a retirement planner that matches your personality and making sure that you find the right financial advisor. We believe that is extremely important. And we know, without a doubt, we are not the right financial advisor for everyone. I mean, there are people that are in their 30s um, and they're trying to figure out how to just get started. And they're thinking about, you know, how to, you know, what kind of debt load they can carry. They're talking about, you know, uh, how do they even start investments? And while we can talk about that, that's not really our specialty. Our specialty is working with individuals that are within about 10 years of retirement or already in retirement. And that's where we, we really focus. And I like the analogy I heard somebody said, you know, you've got different types of doctors and everybody gets that concept. You have cardiologists, you have pedi- pediatrics, we have all these things. And you wouldn't think of a cardiologist going and taking your baby to a cardiologist and saying, hey, I need you to help me with my baby. Now, can that doctor know the basics of what they need to do to help that baby? Absolutely. But we would go to a pediatrician. And that's the way the financial world is set up. We call ourselves financial planners, financial advisors, but the reality is most financial planners, most financial advisors specialize in an area. And some people specialize with doctors only, for example, or with certain types of doctors even. Uh, Merce and I specialize, work with exclusively people that are close to in re- or in retirement. For us, that's about age 55 or older. And that's who our core client is. Now, what we're going to talk about today, though, is in this idea. And by the way, this is a series that we're doing. Uh, we, they won't be every week, but we'll be referring back. But this series is how to choose the right financial advisor for you, how to do that. And so, this is going to be some of these things that we're going to tell you do's, and then we're going to tell you some don'ts. Some of these things apply no matter where you're at. So, even if you're younger, still apply. Today, uh, our main theme is how to avoid four retirement investments and planning ripoffs, things that you just need to know. So these are a, this is a don't item. And then some of the shows we'll talk in this series about here's what you need to do. Okay. So we got four things that we're going to talk about and break those down and have a little discussion around them. I'll just tell you the first, I'll tell you the four, then we'll come back. And that way you kind of know what, like a little bit of an outline today. One is about fees. Uh, number two, is about what we're going to call bait and switch. Number three is outrageous claims. And number four, outdated beliefs. So we're going to kind of go through each of those and help break those down. So Merce, can you get us started with our first one? When somebody says there are no fees?
0: Yeah, this is a this is a big one. Um, And you know, it's in the world that we live in, everything, everything that we do, everyone is very be conscious about what they're spending or what they're spending to get something else. And the the reality of the matter is there's almost always going to be a cost there in every situation. Uh, There's um, a a phrase where it says you never get something for nothing. And that's pretty true. Um, So think about it in, uh, let's go to a situation where you're going to the bank and you've been a longtime customer at the bank and you want to go buy a CD at the bank. And I know rates are whatever they are these days, but let's just say it was a favorable, favorable rate that you wanted to get into. And so in your mind, you're, you're getting a decent rate for this one year, two year, three, three year CD. But uh, if, when the person or the, the uh, bank that you're working with says this is completely free, well, the back of that is that it's not actually completely free. There are hidden or not hidden fees. There's just fees and operating. And they're always going to be there. So the bank is able to give you a rate, but they're also making money on, on you leaving your money at the bank. And that's always going to be the situation. Uh, custodians all over when it comes to investments, they want you to put their put your money there. Uh, and so sometimes we don't see the fees. Sometimes the fees are very obvious. For anyone that works with us in the, in the money management world at Schwab, they see our fee very clearly. They also know very clearly what they are paying for. Um, they see that on their quarterly statement. So um, sometimes you you work with some types of advisors that uh, really there's two types. One is there's a a fee that you're gonna essentially know about fee based where you're maybe paying a percentage of the assets that are being managed. And the other side is maybe you're working on with an advisor that solely works under commissions, and they may be able to say, well, there are no fees. Well, the caveat there is that the fees are not as visible to you. And, and there's a lot of stuff going on right now that things need to be more transparent. There's a lot of fees in mutual funds that we talk about all the time. Uh, and there's a lot of commissions paid out in that world. Um, in the annuity world, in the insurance world, there's commissions. And sometimes it's just not easily seen. But the, the, the story here is, is that there are always fees. All, all companies, when it comes to money, are out there to make money. Um, and so we, you just want to be aware and be asking the questions because if an advisor ever says to you, there are no fees here, it's completely free and clear. Well, I would just be wary of that. And I would ask some more questions on it. Braden, you got anything to add there? No, I
1: don't, I, I think that's the key. I mean, anytime somebody says there are no fees and I've heard uh, different folks say that before, just be, you know, that's just not possible. So don't, don't take that and go, wow, that's amazing. Just, Just realize that there's gotta be some fees Built into it. That, is not, that does not mean that that's a bad thing. Just understand it. That's what we're trying to, to say here.
2: I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit
1: pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life.
2: So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
1: So let's go to point number two, bait and switch. What are we talking about there? Well, uh, think about it this way. Let's say that you're in an interest rate environment that's extremely low and all of a sudden you're talking to somebody and they say, oh no, this product's offering 7%, 6% guaranteed, but yet we're in an interest rate environment where you can only go get a CD paying, you know, one and a half right now. Uh, Think about that for a second and say, how is it that somebody else can pay me six and a half or 7%? And then say, I need to understand what's happening. I need to understand how this particular product or this particular thing works. Now, what there can be is there can be what are called teaser uh, rates, and the way a teaser rate works is that basically you do make maybe a 6 or 7% or even an 8% in year one, but that's it. The rest of the time that you're in that particular product, it might not pay you but one or two or maybe less. Uh, So don't think that that's, uh, oh, this is paying me forever this way. It could just be a one year. Sometimes it's called a bonus and it gives you a big upfront uh, interest. The other scenarios, if somebody says, no, this is guaranteed to pay you, say something high, like six or 7% a year for the next 10 years, what you probably are looking at there and probably what you're being talked to about is an annuity with a rider fixed annuity or a variable annuity, either one, and it has a writer attached to it. And that rate or that growth rate that you're looking at is only for the income benefit that you can take out as an income stream. It is not something that you can take out and walk away with. So I always illustrate it this way. You put $100,000 into the annuity, it's going to have really two sides to it. One is my walk away money or my death benefit money. The other is my accumulation that I can take as an income stream. So just understand the differences. Don't think, oh my goodness, this is offering six or seven and I, this has to, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I found it and it has to be the way it is. So I'm just going to take it because the person told me that. Now, by the way, those particular annuities that I just described are not bad. You just need to understand them the whole idea of understanding there's two sides. We've had people come in before and they thought that this was this six or 7% rate was for them to be able to walk away with. And then they get a little frustrated when the reality is it's still a good
0: product, just understand how it works. So anything else on that, Merce? Um, Yeah. So in a a previous life, I worked at a a bank for a little bit. And so Raiden was kind of talking on the investment side, but you see this all the time with um, credit cards uh, and savings rates as well, where they can give you an introductory rate and you you just you hear a nice number of maybe three percent in a savings account or something like that. Um, but it's it was for a small period of time, whether it was 90 days or maybe that first full year. Um, uh, credit cards do this all the time where you can get zero percent APR for a small period of time. And sometimes you don't realize it. So all all we're saying here is just try to um, understand What the rate is and how good the rate is, and how long it's going to last in these types of situations. Uh, The next big one that we've got is outrageous claims. So it kind of coincides a little bit with what we just talked about, but this is all about essentially rates of return. Um, Obviously, return is very important when we're talking about investments, when we're talking about retirement and financial planning. Uh, You need return, right? Every single year, we need to earn some more money on our money to be able to have this dream come true. And know, some there there are different ways that this can be done. Uh, the it, let's talk about in the annuity world or in the life insurance world. A lot of the world works off of these things called illustrations, um, which they are they're they're valid. They are they're good, um, uh, but sometimes they can overstate what your potential rate of return is. Uh, Rain and I, you know, we've been using the fixed index annuity arena for quite some time, and. The illustration may say, hey, you could, because it's been back tested and somewhat proven, you can earn maybe your six or seven or 8% rate of return in some of these vehicles. While we have seen that happen, um, we don't feel comfortable using those types of numbers. Uh, In in the whole grand scheme of things, we kind of compare that arena into essentially a bond type rate of return. I don't think anyone would ever say, hey, expect this bond to make seven or 8%. They can do it every now and then but not on average, not over a 10-year period. So be careful about um, just some outrageous claims. Or you may have an advisor that's talking to you about how, how good they did last year or in a particular year, um, but they're not really willing to give you their whole 10-year outlook or their, their past 10 years or 15 years of performance. Or you may see a mutual fund talking about you know how it handled one particular situation. Well, you want them to be good at that situation, but also the situations that come over the years, all the different market cycles that, that we have to go through, uh, one year is not enough evidence of, of, of good investment management. So just you know, don't, don't get overly focused on a couple numbers that are thrown at you. Try to get some, some good history there. Try to understand how realistic some of these rates of, ret- of return are that are being thrown at you.
1: All right. Very good. Well, let's look at number four, outdated beliefs. I'll give you a quick illustration just so you can kind of understand where we're coming from on this one. Um, you know, prior in the early 1900s, uh, there was no protection on the banking system. And so there was a period in which people felt uh, whenever we had a huge economic downturn that, that people basically did a run on the banks. They said, Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't believe that, that my money is safe in the bank. And so people started wanting to withdraw their money. So, um, After that, the government put in place what was called or what we know today as FDIC, which is insurance that pretty much protects, backs the the banking system by the government uh, to say, hey, if I've got money in the bank, as long as I stay within those thresholds and the bank goes out or goes out of business, my money is protected. The federal government will back my money. Now, what if you were sitting here today and you go, yeah, you know what happened in the early 1900s? people lost money in a banking system, I don't want to be a part of the banking system. Well, that would be holding on to an old belief that doesn't need to be there anymore, because we have FDIC. So that protects us in that concept of putting my money in the bank. So what else could we have? Well, if you go back 20 something years ago, you would have had a lot of financial advisors that would have told you never, ever, ever look at an insurance product for savings in retirement. Uh, in particular, they might talk about annuities. They go, I hate annuities. Annuities are horrible. I don't want to ever go into an annuity, just go into stocks and bonds. Now, if today, 20 years later, a person who heard that maybe from their parent, or maybe they had something earlier and said, I don't want to ever be a part of that because of something going on 20 years ago, that's holding on to old belief systems. So we encourage people, don't hold on to old belief systems, compare and say what has changed to maybe make this product more viable. Now, Merce and I 100% believe that there's a place for us to have investing in the stock market. That's the majority of our clients have money in the stock market that we manage in stocks and bonds. We do that in a specific way so that we have downside protection even there. But there's many of our clients that we do use insurance products like annuities. And we believe that today they have very good offerings. Now, is that where you should put all your money? Absolutely not. Is it a place that you should say, I'm gonna put it and, and then compare it to the stock market? Absolutely not. Is it a place that I can put it and get guaranteed income for the rest of my life? Absolutely. Is it a place that I can put it and get uh, a bond alternative type return where instead of being in bonds and cash, maybe I put some money over into a fixed annuity. Is that a great place? Could it could it fit? Absolutely, but we need to understand what was in the past is not today. Things have changed. Things have gotten better, and now there's a lot of financial. I would say a majority of financial advisors would say, "Hey, these now are different than they were 20 years ago." I think this is a, they got a place for them. Um, so, uh, just just as we look through these different ideas, don't just say, "Okay, this is the way it was 20, 25, 30 years ago, and this is the way it is today." Um, anything you want to add on that Merce?
0: No, I think that's good. So that's the, the four, um, if you want to call them, retirement investment and planning ripoffs that we have for you today, uh, like Raiden said, we are going to do a whole series, uh, of, of just things that you want to be thinking about when you're, when you're searching for a financial advisor, things, you know, questions to be asking things that you can do your own research on. Uh, and we're just trying to keep you up to date as much as possible. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, please, uh, if you've not had
1: a chance on this particular topic. Uh, there is a blog article as well uh, that's on our website. You can go to pomwealth.net and go to the blog page. So forward slash blog. And we've got a whole article on this particular topic. If we went too fast and maybe you would love to have it in writing, we make sure that we have uh, these articles just for that purpose. Uh, we appreciate so much though, you listening. We are blown away again that it's episode 100. We are so happy to have you as a listener and we look forward to talking to you next week.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, Be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.